This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that's back from our Raya break and we really, really need to hit the gym. Uh, today, we have Karami Ketupat Kamil. <laughs> What's happening, guys? I am Faisal American. I eat all the ketupat and the lemang and the rendang and everything else. <laughs> Nicholas John isn't here. He's in hospital because he ate too much ketupat, rendang and everything else. Get well soon, Nick. First up, Man City have taken a huge step towards retaining the Premier League title. Uh, City thrash Newcastle 5-0 thanks to Raheem Sterling's brace and the goal each from Emmerich Laporte, uh, Rodri and Phil Foden. They are three points ahead of Liverpool who had a one-all draw with Tottenham. Now, Spurs went ahead thanks to a Sun Hyung Min with uh, Luis Diaz netting the Reds' equaliser later on. Now, after the game, uh, Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp pretty much said that the title is out of their hands and uh, it pains me, but I have to agree with him. Because look at it, lah, there are three matches left this season. Uh, City will be up against Wolves, West Ham and Aston Villa. Uh, Liverpool will face Villa, Southampton and Wolves. And in between that, the Reds also face uh, Chelsea in the FA Cup final. It's not out of their hands yet. But if previously, before the draw against Tottenham, Liverpool's chances of winning the league were slim, it's getting slimmer now. Because uh, dropping points against Tottenham, I think Tottenham has been the bogey side for Liverpool for quite a few seasons now. Because it's, I don't know why it's hard. It's very, it's very, very hard for Liverpool to win against Tottenham. I don't know why. Um, but yes, three-point lead and a better goal difference for City is... I think the title is you might you can't say that it's ninety nine percent cities to win now. Um, it's very very difficult to see City drop points for the upcoming fixtures. Except maybe if I can say it's maybe just the West Ham fixture that City could drop points if Moyes pull off a miracle. But what was supposed to be a, a potential historical season for Liverpool to win the quadruple to win the quadruple um, to to lose. To not win the Premier League this season, I think it's 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 a bit a downfall for for the Reds. It's not that big of a downfall. It's just a slight downfall. Uh, if they can still win the treble, which is a great great feat, but um, yeah, it's I just don't like it when after the match, Klopp said that yes, they, the 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 te- uh, Tottenham's tactical worked, but they are still fifth. I I just don't like that vibe from Klopp. City have uh, three uh, injury absentees for the rest of their campaign, so you don't think that this will have a huge impact on their uh, remaining fixtures, eh? To be honest, I don't, because I think City's squad death is so, so terrific. I think they could even lose Kevin De Bruyne uh, for all they care, and they can still win matches with the, with the players that they have on the bench. You remember, they have Riyad Mahrez, Bernardo Silva... Um, just to name a few, Phil Foden, uh, Jack Grealish. So the talent is there, the players are there. Uh, but I think the signing of Luis Diaz uh, is a great masterclass stroke from Klopp. He has been superb uh, the moment. I think he came when Salah has stopped scoring and Jota uh, recently, has his form has dipped a bit. 
So I think Diaz would be if if and it is a big if if Salah did not uh, do not extend his contract with the with Liverpool. I think Diaz is going to be the future for for the Reds. Uh, so far in this season's team, uh, Luis Diaz is the only uh, domestic league winner. Uh, that's because um, his previous club, Porto, won the Portuguese league and he played enough games to earn a medal. Now, going on to Man City's Gijab, okay? Um, okay. Over the weekend, there were rumours that City were considering a move for Paul Pogba. Uh, let me guess, this is this was your reaction, huh? Yes, please! <laughs> okay, to be honest, uh, that was right. You were, uh, you were spot on. <laughs> but the, the thing that worries me, if Pogba does goes to City, I think he would thrive there. Uh, just because of the system, just because of how City play, uh, the players that City have, the manager that they have, um, whether he will be in the starting lineup for every game, that remains to be seen because we know how Pep rotates his squad, right? But if he does go there, I think he will be back to his best form, Paul Pogba. <laughs> But do you actually see it happening? I don't think so. I don't think so as well. Um, I think he, I, I think Pogba would rather rejoin Juventus. Or I've heard that Barca and Real is also touting on him, and also PSG. So I think those clubs would be a better fit for Paul Pogba if he is still loyal to the Reds, uh, to, to the Red Devils. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Red Devils, um, Man United had a painful 4-0 loss to Brighton, uh, which ended Can we not talk about this, Faisal, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, if I'm not mistaken, okay, I'm going to torture you. Lah. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, this is the sixth match this season where United conceded at least four goals. <laughs> I know, okay. out. <laughs> uh, apologize to me after this podcast. <laughs> why the butt hurt lah? Kau kan Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> That's my second team. <laughs> Now, okay. Uh, as I said, um, the sixth match of the season where United conceded at least four goals, it also means that United cannot finish higher than six in the Premier League and even a Europa League spot is not guaranteed, right? Yes, you're absolutely right. And I thought based on the performance against Brighton, I think United deserved to lose more if it wasn't for David De Gea uh, saves, right? And the performance on the pitch, I thought, okay, we've, we've, we've talked about United players are not showing up in big matches, right? I don't think this was a big match at all. <laughs> Yeah, they simply don't show up. And the body language when the body language of the players when they were down one nil, I think that says it all. Because uh, the defense, the defense stopped working. I think the midfielders was was everywhere, but at the right place on the pitch. And the only players that I saw was really, really playing was Cavani and Ronaldo. But they could not make a big impact in the match because the supply wasn't there. Um, Again, I'm. I feel sorry for David de Gea. I think he should leave because the quality that he has as a goalkeeper, I think he should be winning titles every season, uh, regardless of whether it's league or the cups. I think he's that kind of a player. And to make things worse, because 
Harry Maguire has been has been the scapegoat for United this season. He wasn't even in the match. He was on the bench, and United still conceded four goals. So, yeah, sorry, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to United, lah, I mean they were playing against three teams, right? Brighton, Hove, and Albion. <laughs> so it's it's. Uh, considerable that they considered fall. <laughs> okay, um, uh, uh, back to your point uh, about the Europa League spot. It's not guaranteed, right? Um, this is this is my take on it. I think United would benefit more if they are not in the European competition next season, uh, so that the new manager Eric Ten Hag has more time, has uh, has a, has more time to have a better plan for the players, for to set up his team, to get rid of the dead woods. Uh, to build his team properly according to his liking. This is just my take, but um, I remember the last time when United did not enter, did not participate in a European competition. I lost interest in all of the European competition, so I had no clue what was going on that season. Uh, I don't think that's a good thing for football. It's going to be a good thing for United, but for football in general, I don't think that it's it's beneficial for them. I'm sure it's not going to happen next season because you're doing this podcast, kan? Karam, kan? Kan? You're a responsible journalist, kan? <laughs> okay, la, okay. La. <laughs> you better watch it. Okay. Um, in other EPL results, uh, third place Chelsea drew two all with Wolves. Arsenal beat Leeds two uh, one to hang on to fourth place. Aston Villa three one win over Burnley. Brentford. 3-0 win over Southampton. Norwich lost 4-0 to West Ham. Everton had a 2-1 win over Leicester. Everton are now above the relegation zone by just one point. Okay, uh, Everton fans, uh, please uh, get your heart monitors ready for the end of the season. Yeah, the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should we should really talk to my uh, uh, Everton supporting friend at the end of the season <laughs> if he's still alive. <laughs> the Champions League finalists were determined last week. It'll be Liverpool taking on Real Madrid. Of course, uh, Liverpool progressed after beating uh, Villarreal, while Real Madrid pulled off a spectacular fight back to dump Man City out of the semis. Uh, Kara, what are your early thoughts about the final? Because uh, for me, as much as I want Liverpool to win, I have trouble seeing it happen. I might be on the opposite side of, uh, from you because I think Liverpool have have the quality to win it this time round. Uh, hopefully that there's no injuries happen to, to, to their key players, right? Okay, this is, this is my take on it because... Liverpool has been playing great, entertaining and solid football. Uh, whilst Real Madrid, although they've pulled off, pulled off multiple, multiple comebacks, but I think the comebacks that they did was was at the at their own stadium, at their own ground, Santiago Bernabeu. Uh, and the only away matches that they played well was at Stamford Bridge. So, yes, Real Madrid is the... What, how many times have they won the Champions League? 12, 13 times, right? So... They have they have the history, they have the quality, but the gameplay, the the it's not their gameplay is not that fluid because they do have trouble defending at times, uh, they do have trouble keeping possessions at times, and that is what I think Liverpool has the advantage over them. And 
albeit Liverpool needs to to capitalize on all their chances, not like City, not like uh, Chelsea, and unlike PSG, because every chance that they've missed, uh, Real Madrid bite back at them, and you know they got eliminated. So um, I think that magical moment for Real Madrid. All those magical moments that happened at Santiago Bernabeu, I don't think that is going to happen in the final. This is just, again, my take. No offense to Real Madrid fans. And although I'm not a Liverpool fan, like I said before, I do want to see Liverpool win the quadruple just to just for it to be a historic season. And Faisal, you know as 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 as, as much as I do that if Liverpool wins the quadruple, we have Tons of stuff to write in our reports. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And and also, don't forget, huh? Mo Salah's shoulder will be uh, grateful that Sergio Ramos is no longer at Real. <laughs> and oh yeah, and about that, Salah did post something right on his Instagram on his Instagram saying that <laughs> yeah, that, something uh, about payback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I hope that it's going to be a cracking uh, one hell of a match. And I, I ju- I just. Hope that it's not going to be a one nil or a, you know just a single goal win. I just hope it's it's going to be like a four three win for either of the team. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Hanoi Sea Games kicked off at the weekend. Uh, we won our first gold medal thanks to Nor Dabita Sabri Woo! in the women's one meter springboard. Kimberly Bong earned the silver. Uh, meanwhile, Ui Zuliang and uh, Chu Yi Wei took gold in the men's three meter synchronized springboard. Also in football at the weekend, Malaysia stunned Thailand 2-1 in their opening group match. So overall, it was a freaking excellent start. Freaking excellent, yes, I agree. Um, but Malaysia is the powerhouse in diving, right, in, uh, in the SEA Games. So Dabita and Uiziliang, along with Chu Yiwei to win the goal is not a shock. But, to, but for them to meet the expectation to win the goal, I thought it was great. Um... I think the Malaysia did target it to win to win a clean sweep of goals in the diving competition, uh, so it was a great start. Um, to football, I thought the under twenty three team wasn't that great on the pitch. They were down one nil to Thailand, but luckily Thailand a Thailand player got sent off, so they came back to win the match two one. Uh, a goal in the dying minutes. It was a it wasn't a great start, but it was a it was the start that we needed to to get all three points, and based on the performance of the players, I it's very very difficult for Malaysia to go all the way this time round. But let's do okay. It. Uh, do you see them getting past the group stage after the win? Yes, we have we have we have a, we have a. A brighter hope to to advance from the group from blah, 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 sorry, yes. Uh, after that win, I think we have a brighter hope to advance from the group stage. But uh, based on the performance, I don't know. I don't know why they perform like that. I don't know what the the coach Brad Maloney's tactical is or are. But it's gonna be a squeaky bum time for every Malaysian match. I think in the tournament. Start clenching those muscles, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, Thomas and Uber Cups are also underway. Uh, we'll talk more about that on Friday. Also happening at the weekend was the Miami F1 GP. Uh, Red Bull's defending champion Max Verstappen won it ahead of Ferrari's Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. The next race will be in Spain in two weeks' time. 
Oh, well, that wraps it up for another Podball Sportscast. But before we go, I just want to say that uh, we don't have to be yes-men all the time. Uh, we feel like we always need to say yes because it's the nice thing to do. But if it makes you unhappy or uncomfortable, respect your own boundaries and just say no like the boss you really are. I am Faisal Merikan. And I am Karami Kamil. On behalf of Nicholas John, see you next time. Selamat Hari Raya.